Alright, hey folks, my name is William Tay Wan Nakata. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about game development. I recently came across a YouTube video talking about game engines, you know, that you can use for free. And one that I heard about but haven't used before was called Amazon Lumberyard. Uh, I installed version 1.14 and recently upgraded to 1.15 so uh, I'm gonna talk about today my whole experience with this piece of game development software. Now a bit of background on game development, my, my journey into trying out game development. I never actually programmed a game before. Well actually I did have way 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 back in what was it? Wow, university. I did a small little flash action game. I don't know if anyone remembers Flash. <laughs> flash action scripting and all that stuff. It's like oh, the bane of the internet, right? All the f- stupid flash banners for uh, what you call health supplements and stuff like that. It gets you to click on it. Yeah. But I made a small little side scrolling game um, in Flash. Uh, at the time, that was by Inkton 6 or 7. 7 or 8? Yeah. At the time, Unity was coming on, but. Um, I tried Unity, I didn't I didn't really what's the word? Taken not taken, take on it. I was like, yeah, Unity, yeah, interesting. I was more interested in Unreal Engine. But the at the time it was only UDK is it UDK? Yeah, UDK was the only one that you could use. And uh, it was pretty hard actually. I tried the, the modding some uh, the Unreal Engine Tournament 3 game and that was pretty difficult. Uh, then after that, I stopped for a while, I think, and uh, I did keep tabs on Unity, but I never really, what's the word, finish anything in Unity. Yeah, and uh, I went off doing like computer animation and concept art and stuff like that. Uh, so I haven't touched really game engines for a long, long time, except maybe Unity here and there. So I heard about like free game engines that you can try out, you know, and uh, uh, what was that? I. I, you know, checked out, you know, the, what game engines you should be using, what project people have completed. Uh, now I'm coming from the point of an animator and an indie, like, indie person, you know. Uh, the two top engines and this, and right now are, like, uh, Unity, of course, the top game engine, and, of course, Unreal Engine. You know, they managed to somehow squeeze their way into the second, second spot, I believe, you know, depending on who you talk to, right? Um, uh, during the from 2008 to about 2015 you know there were like I believe a lot of mobile explosion the mobile industry exploded right and the mobile game industry exploded with you know so many games coming out from mobile you know, and some of these big engines like CryEngine and Unreal had to be forced to they can't sell the uh, uh, $300,000 license I, I think that's how much it cost you know to, to license the whole Unreal Engine back then you know, now they gotta pay like I think Unity was going for about thousand dollars for the pro version, uh, one license seat. You know, then that's it, right? To they they tried doing like subscription model, like five dollars. Like you, Unreal actually at one point wasn't free; it was a subscription model. Uh, you had to pay like fourteen bucks a month. You know, then they went free. You know, then CryEngine follows suit, but they're trying their best to pick it up, right? They're they're lagging quite behind in terms of user base. And, and being able to transform themselves, right? So Unity really put everyone in the engine market on the spot, right? Like they were cheap, you know, they uh, are able to gain a lot of uh, people in indie developers into the system. 
and uh, what else and uh, yeah you know they had a very good documentation they had at one point I think you can script in JavaScript for Unity so a lot of web developers those that are doing Flash and all that you know they some of them went over now I think it's C Sharp so that was the state and I never really touched engines the state of things that happened sorry and I wasn't really touching any game engines until recently I saw a video about the free engines that you can use so this year there's by this guy called us game dev i think i think that's the name of the channel uh engines you can use free game engines you can use this year for 2018 uh, i think one was godot which i was like very impressed it's like wow it's a very small game engine you know compared to now the i think unreal was like 20 gigs <laughs> unity is about two to three gigs you know depending on how, what options you choose and godot came around like 50 60 meg i can't remember the, the numbers but it's really small and then there was, of course, Game Maker, Construct, uh, what else? Uh, I think, I'm not sure if it's free, but a few open source, uh, Zenko as well came out, I think. I'm not sure if that came out. But, uh, then Amazon Lumberyard. Well, Lumberyard was a very interesting story. It had, uh, the way it got what got made was it, it was licensed by Amazon from CryEngine. You know, at that point in time, they were, I think, facing some financial woes, you know, after doing Rise. I think that the gamble didn't pay off to make another hit. <clears throat> like a crisis high-end gra- graphics game you know and so uh, Amazon licensed I think one of the older CryEngine CryEngine 3 3 point something the one that was used on Rise Son of Rome uh, now CryEngine is at version CryEngine 5 right so I don't know version yeah so it's 5.5 now so they licensed a bit of OTAC and uh, one interesting thing that Amazon did was they gave the whole engine away free if you're doing a a what is that like a standalone PC game release on the store you don't pay any licensing no royalty charge no nothing free the only thing you pay is when you start doing multiplayer games like things like League of Legends Dota which I think I, I can see where Amazon wants to go with this right when they when they bought it because they, know, they, know, they have Twitch Amazon bought Twitch for like close to a billion dollars 900 million or something right so they got they, they realized oh the popular games on Twitch are like multiplayer games you know so uh, they also formed the recent Amazon Game Studio, so a lot of the games were like they were Breakaway, Crucible, and some new MMO multiplayer games. And Amazon also has a very huge AWS uh, that's called Amazon Web Services, uh, AWS net uh, products and services. You know where they sell servers and uh, server architecture and uh, you know cloud software, cloud computing. And they want this is the only game engine that is they're going to they say they're going to make it tied to the cloud. So that was a very interesting pitch that Amazon had, you know, for creating this uh, game engine. And when I heard about it through that YouTube, they said, oh, check out Lumberyard again, right? So I went and uh, decided to download Lumberyard. And uh, I can tell you, <laughs> yeah, it's not so easy to use. And uh, yeah, I'm still working my way around. So uh, up in the next segment, I'll talk about the whole, my whole experience in Lumberyard. But, but. I will, I will say this, that Lumberyard, I feel, has a lot of potential. If Amazon does it right, um, um, and, you know, they do it well, you know, and uh, they, they tie it well with the internet infrastructure, their AWS services, services, right? I think they may have something that's even way better than even Unity and, and Unreal Engine. The um, reason I say this is because, like, you know, um, going forward, I think games are going to be like a, its own little mini platform right they're going to to be uh, you know like uh, like its own little Facebook you know and all that so 
you're going to require a lot of network services if you want to succeed. So with that, uh, yeah, I will. I'll just I'll just stop there. I've still got more thoughts on this, you know. But I will I would like to share the next segment about what is my whole experience getting the engine up and running. It wasn't super easy. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so I think I'll start off first with some of the negatives. Well, I won't call it negatives, but it's more like a nope, you know, when I use, when I first encounter Amazon Lumberyard. Um, when you first download the thing, you will greet it with some sort of uh, installer similar to Unity, and then it will proceed to download like, I think 20 gigabytes worth of, of the data, of the engine. Yeah, then, you know, it's like, oh, it's huge, you know. Uh, compared to like Unity or, or which is only about or even Godot engine so only about Unity is I think 2 gigabytes or no 800 max download and then you will extract into 3-4 gigabytes you know which is still quite small but on the on the flip side I mean uh, Unreal is also is very large like 20 gigabytes but uh, be prepared to download a lot of stuff you know it's quite a long process and I heard a lot of complaints online from the early versions that it's a 10 gigabyte download <laughs> which is like oh that's crazy at least if an installer is not so bad, but yeah, it's be prepared for a huge download and a huge install. Uh, second is the setup assistant, you know, it could be better. I mean, when I used it, uh, it's similar to like a launcher, I think, but I wasn't sure what I was... What, you, what, what are the minimum requirements needed? There's a few options that you can go through. Um, you know, I wish they made it into like a proper launcher and they say, hey, this is uh, what you got to need, what, what you need, what you don't need, and yeah. When you tick some of the the good thing about it is that you can have, there's some checkboxes that you can tick off and you know if it if it has a tick means that you're you're good to go. Um, do note when you first start checking off what you need, you will also install additional components, which is like mm, that's gonna take a longer time to do. <laughs> but other than that, the install process, I mean, besides that, it was pretty fairly fairly okay, you know. And uh, you do need Visual Studio, all right. Uh, second is you need the uh, digital content DCC tools like digital content creation tools similar to like you can Maya and 3D Max uh, because it's based on CryEngine there's some workflows um, that it uses like the CryEngine plugins to export the 3D models and animation but uh, the newer version of Lumbiat it now supports FBX so if you use Modo, Cinema 4D as long as you can do FBX I think you're good to go to import them uh, third, there was actually no asset store, so this may, may be maybe a uh, uh, downer for some because some people really like using the asset store and buying assets and putting it into the game. Uh, here, you have to make everything on your own, and uh, it was brought in. You have to really build everything from scratch. You know, it's not like uh, you can buy pre-made stuff. I mean, you can buy from other places, but you gotta again run it through Maya and 3D Max and export it out, or at least export an FBX, and you know. Uh, you get ready to get the asset prep the asset for use in the engine uh, and yeah so that's third point I think this might deter some so be prepared to make stuff from scratch uh, next there's like not enough tutorials although there's a great getting started video but there's just not enough tutorials out there um, I think there's also brought up so you can yeah expect more tutorials from Amazon. I wish they did more on like the scripting, the scripting side of things, cause uh, it looks interesting, you know, using Lua and, and C plus plus together. But 
yeah, I wish there was more stuff. More stuff to learn, you know. <laughs> Just not enough. Maybe I'll make some. <laughs> Who knows? Um, what else? There's also no templates, like, you know, like, uh, I want to make a 2D game or, like, 2D templates, you know, or, like, templates to get you started. Uh, there's a starter game, but there's no 2D type template, and I feel the game engine is more, much better for... You know, running. I mean, this is based off CryEngine, right? So it's definitely a three D, definitely a three D game engine, like FPSs and third person. Um, next, you're also gonna need some good hardware to run. This is based off CryEngine three, so it's not like, uh, yeah, it's no. You need a very good engine, just like the old days. You know, this old joke will it run Crisis, right? You know, so this is the game engine that, yeah, that it's you need very good hardware. But I'm, I was surprised that it ran on my old laptop, like a 2012 laptop. Uh, I had to downgrade it to like the Android low graphics or yeah, the, that kind of stuff. Um, and But I'm surprised it ran, even for the, the starter gaming stuff. So I don't think it's that much of a worry now, but be prepared, especially like the starter game, if you put on the default settings, it's it can, can kind of be like a little slouch, you know, it doesn't perform as well. But I think once you downgrade it, it's good to go. Uh, lastly, I would say that yeah, the, it's not a very big community, not as big as Unity Unreal. So if you want to find help, there's the forums, but there's no other place to find help on this. And uh, the official forums, I mean, for Amazon Lumberyard, uh, you won't find someone online with a similar problem with what you're encountering. So uh, because I think the engine is still very new, so people have not had enough time to to play around with it. Uh, okay, and then there's like a post final final thing, but uh, the last thing is This is going to be changed. I, I know but there's a lot of old CryEngine legacy systems in the engine So I know that they are going to replace it soon In fact in 1.15 they replace most of they're starting to they take out some of the old stuff like the CryEngine tool sets in there uh, there's like a new animation editor and new uh, flow graph that they're upgrading and things like that so uh, Amazon is definitely going on a different tangent from CryEngine and they are uh, gonna rebuild a lot of the, I believe rebuild the, the tool set for for use with the AWS servers right so and that's an, an exciting thing I'm actually uh, uh, looking forward to because I'm, I'm curious now to learn AWS myself you know after encountering this engine like, hey I can learn AWS right and it's gonna be cool right I don't know but uh, anyway uh, yeah, not really that bad of a negatives, uh, I feel, and uh, yeah, um, as an animator, I'm just really excited to try this engine out to to put some of the animation stuff, my animations in there and see how it goes, and uh, yeah, learn about gaming. So overall, that's all the stuff I have, let's um, I'll go on to the next segment and talk about some of the good stuff I like about this engine in my first few days of encountering it. Alright, so we are done with the negatives of Amazon Lumberyard. Let's talk a bit about some of the positive things. I mean, the good stuff I found out about, I like about this uh, new engine. And uh, yeah. So when I earlier said there was like not enough tutorials, I'm not sure if I said that. Yeah, but um, they actually is a very good getting started guide. Surprisingly, right? Uh, it's on the Amazon website. Uh, this is, I think, recently put together. Although you may, you may find some differences between 1.14 and 1.15, but generally it's very good. It's well paced, and uh, it's I think about each segment will bring you each segment lasts about five minutes, and it will bring you through 
how to get around the interface, how to import your levels, slices, which is a word for prefabs in their, in their world, uh, and building terrain, vegetation, water, shading, and I'm not sure there's water shading, you know, the vegetation, sorry. Uh, what else? Putting a simple AI, although that failed for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those were, those were pretty good. Uh, they've also have included a bunch of free high rig characters, high Maya, Maya rig characters. Uh, this is, I think, from the GDC demos that they were showing in this year. Uh, and I did mention that you need to use something like Maya or 3D Studio Max. Uh, most likely you have to use Maya to export all your 3D models and character animation. So that's something I was really excited about. I tried the rigs out myself. Uh, this is Samurai Girl rig. Uh, some cute bear. Is it a cute bear? A bear and a cowboy, a horse. Characters of different styles from realistic to cartoony. You know? And the rigs are high, of high quality. So if you're an animator and... Uh, you want to animate some new rigs? You should try it out. But do know that it's like eight gigabytes with all the high-res textures and stuff, right? Uh, there's a bit of work you need to do, I think, to get into the engine. Uh, you'll get to see the if you want to use the lumberyard or slash the old CryEngine exporter, you can try that. Uh, that didn't work well for me, but uh, you can also export it to FPX and import into lumberyard. So that was good. Uh, what else was there? There was also a free version of Speed Trees just specifically for Lumberyard, which I really, really love. Uh, you know, I've been always trying to make my own digital vegetations and stuff, but uh, yeah, Lumberyard was the uh, provided that. You know, I'm surprised they gave away a lot of, uh, of free stuff. You know, like this. You know, um, and uh, Speed Tree I think is one of the only. I think maybe for now the only tree modeling software out there you can of course model in Maya or 3D Max or Houdini but it's uh, pretty good uh, speed tree uh, what else yeah so I think they only can export the lumberyard and I'm not sure the license is time but it's free for now you know at least for you definitely can use it for more for a year at least uh, what else is good is that there's a water shader in lumberyard and you know, I tried to make uh, water in lumberyard in sorry unity uh, but in Lamaya it comes default because I think this is from the old CryEngine systems. You know, it's all for building large-scale terrains and everything. So the water shader by default in there is pretty good. You know, you don't have to put any setup. You can draw your terrain, put some mountains, put some valleys, do a small old river bank, and boom, you got water out there. All built into the engine. So if you're doing those large landscape stuff, I think those are, are cool. Even better than Un Unreal. Unreal doesn't even have. Uh, I don't think there's any water water stuff right uh, yeah so that's good uh, next there is also the yes I haven't got to Amazon yeah the cloud gems they just recently I think implemented more of this stuff um, you do need an AWS account which I had a bit of trouble setting up this more of AWS site problem rather than, than my own site uh, uh, so you haven't, I'm still trying to figure out how to get it all linked up and all that because you have to create your own like like user or or a profile in the AWS console so that I think requires a little bit of learning to do uh, but it's already been integrated and some cool stuff that they have is about like uh, uh, what is it called like loading certain levels you can use the, the cloud to compute certain level stuff you know like if you want to have big sprawling terrains or, or calculate certain AI functions I, I'm not sure if AI is included but uh, some of these gems you can add these cloud gems like Simple things like leaderboards, uh, what else? Twitch, Twitch uh, user chat can integrate very well easily into the game. And uh, 
this is the one 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 new thing of innovation that Amazon I think is trying to to do and this is where it starts to diverge you know the cloud integration you know which is very different from CryEngine and even Unreal um, uh, even Unity I don't think has stuff like that there is some AWS plugins for it but not it's not like built into the engine directly you know, so you can build your game and then integrate the Amazon like compute stuff or EC2 which I'm starting to just get around learning it and so it's, uh, it's very fascinating you know this cloud computing stuff and of course there's Twitch integration and GameLift for if you're doing those MMO and stuff like that so those are really good and it's really it's really starting to come I see it coming together in, in this in this version you know it's getting better uh, what else lastly I think yeah I was just add that I really like the UI <laughs> despite it being uh, fork of CryEngine it actually doesn't feel like the old Cry. I mean it doesn't feel like CryEngine which was uh, I tried CryEngine many years back then did a bit of Unreal but yeah this one feels much much better and much more much more well thought out and, and it feels more cleaned up when I first encounter it you know, CryEngine when I did it, version 3 it did the sandbox editor was a bit of a mess and you have to poke around things to find stuff and do stuff. It's the same for Unreal, the UDK. I did UDK for a while and then had, uh, then I went to learn on, uh, Unity because it was much easier to get around and understand things. But uh, back back then, UDK and Unreal and CryEngine, all these all this were built by, I, I, I bet, by the programming team and they didn't really take into account like, proper UX and user flow. I mean, you know, I think they, they optimize it for uh, graphic prowess and uh, code optimization rather than than user experience but th maybe that's all changing now I see all the the game engines uh, uh, slowly becoming more unity like because it's so popular so everything is uh, following the unity standard you know in terms of interface but uh, for for this uh, Amazon Lama Yard, I feel that they really have cleaned up a lot of the interface and code and properly put things in place like tools well these are all the tools and all the, all the menu buttons are properly done and uh, yeah it doesn't feel like CryEngine anymore so that's that's the good part about uh, uh, Amazon Lumber I see the code is cleaned up uh, much bit uh, other good things is okay this I didn't write it in my blog post but there's a Lua scripting you know which I thought it was hmm, uh, quite unusual I mean the C++ but uh, I did dig around into it and, and I looked at the code it looks like quite an easier language to learn than say something like uh, C Sharp right uh, you know uh, it's uh, uh, similar to I think like Python yeah but I'm not really into coding code like you know I'm not those coder code obsessed code guys but I think it may be a good add-on for for what do you call it for this uh, game engine because it's uh, yeah, I think it can allow people to to learn, and you can learn all, all the basic functions of uh, programming through this. Just learning Lua, right? Um, it's not heavily advertised on the Amazon website, but yeah, you can definitely use Lua scripting for your projects for now, at least. You know, uh, there is also a flow graph, an updated version of uh, the CryEngine flow graph, which is similar to Blueprints in Unreal and. Uh, uh, it's kind of limited right now because they are they are doing away with the old CryEngine system and rewriting the whole thing at the moment. So it's gonna take a while for it to uh, to stabilize. But uh, yeah, so those are the upcoming things in the works for Amazon Lumberyard. And 
uh, what else then? The other good thing is the animation editor. Uh, I did give it a spin and it was pretty fascinating, pretty cool, very easy to set up your animations. Because uh, they've also simplified the animation workflow. You just need to have a FBX and you export the model and the animation. You know, in the past, I think the CryEngine Exporter, you got to like export the mesh, the animator, some other character file and then link it up in the editor and yeah so it was quite complicated you generate more files in the old system but this new system you it's pretty much easier way way i think just it's it's been simplified at least that's what i i i feel so yep that's right uh, and i did talk about ui speed tree and oh yes there's also uh, one last thing you may want to there is some the, the this version of cryengine surprisingly yes uh, i don't think i mentioned this in my blog but it can be used to export to ios and android which they have demonstrated on some of their youtube videos so you can you can actually export to ios android vr as well so uh i'm not sure when these stuff are coming to cryengine the you know, the real cryengine but amazon Lumia seems to have some of these preview builds already in place so if you need to cross it's already it's it's pretty good you know it's getting close to like unity and unreal where they can go to quite a few platforms uh they just don't have ar i hope they have ar in the future would love to try out some ar stuff you know with lumberyard and link to the cloud you know that would be very very cool and uh, yeah overall lumberyard i think it's a pretty good engine and of course i forgot to mention that this engine is free to use no, no royalties, no license fees, nothing. Except you only pay for all the AWS stuff. So I think, but of course, I believe uh, Amazon will change the engine to prod you to use more AWS, uh, you know, their cloud services. And uh, I can see there's some real benefits to it. Like you want to stream big levels, uh, uh, do your Twitch integration, you know, because they have they have the whole, the whole ecosystem, right? Uh, with Twitch, you know, you can use it to market your game and Amazon cloud for the AWS services to you know, let's say if a spike in traffic in your app you can just scale up when you need and then you can handle I'm sure they'll do payments as well you know and do um, like in-game transactions and you know micro transactions or whatever monetization plan I think you're ready to be well I'm not sure about the other thing but I'm not sure about the other engines how they integrate it uh, into the system but uh, so far yeah I mean it's it is a full it seems I, I hate to use the word full stack because it seems like a, a complete suite of tools that they have end-to-end -end covering from production to mar uh, not say marketing I mean that's Twitch side but at least they have you in, in the whole Amazon ecosystem uh, it was quite unusual for Amazon to to take on this to take on this stuff right so yeah unusual way to to, to build uh, enter the game industry for them Right, so I'm done with the good parts. Uh, let's go and start ending off this uh, podcast. Okay, so we've delved into some of the positives and negatives of uh, you know Amazon Lumberyard. Um, I'm gonna just kind of wrap things up here. And uh, yeah, Amazon Lumberyard, I feel personally, after trying out, you know, it's uh, it's a really good engine. You know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Know, based off CryEngine, so you can't go wrong in the graphics department. But uh, it's it's still a new engine, so they got a lot of catching up to do if they want to compete directly directly with Unity and uh, Unreal. 
the, the lack of asset store may deter some people from from uh, joining and you know trying this engine out, right? You know, but the the main kicker, the main goal, I think, I believe, for Amazon is they're looking like for the next MMO or Fortnite, right, kind of game, because the whole strategy is based around you, the game developer, using Amazon Web Services. That and that is, I can see, that's the that's kind of the future. Uh, you know, cloud-connected stuff, right? <clears throat> Which I'm also partially interested in. You know, I do have some multiplayer game ideas, and I, I, you know, in mind, you know. But, but I think it goes beyond just uh, making, uh, you know, a multiplayer-type game. You know, they are trying to do things like using computing for the cloud and all that, and uh, you know, maybe compete with Google as well, right? Google is also cloud computing services, so <clears throat> yeah. Um, they do uh, the game engine of course is used in Amazon Game Studios um, uh, they are making uh, MMO and some multiplayer game named Crucible they had a multiplayer game called Break a- uh, Breakaway but it was cancelled I think maybe due to Fortnite being popular uh, and they were I think showing some of the Twitch integrations or planning some Twitch integration and this is the the one I think good asset that Amazon has over the other game engines is that they have an end to end service of uh, creating content, marketing it on Twitch, and distributing it via their, their servers, and you know, getting people into the uh, what do you call it, online multiplayer ecosystem. You know, uh, it is a, it is a very interesting strategy that they they did. If you look at some of the old videos that Amazon posted uh, about the game engines, like what if what if Twitch, you know, they they said something. They did the reverse. Like what if Twitch did the reverse instead of getting more people in is they we built the thing for the twitch audience right it's a very interesting uh, thought they, that they had right uh, I'm I myself am um, uh, seeing that this is a very very different approach and uh, sometimes yeah maybe I should, should think it laterally and like what if we use this in another way or did this another way <laughs> uh, but that's enough about Amazon you know? I do hope they, they see success and uh, yeah uh, but I think that if you're going to use this engine you should not use it first if you're a beginner or unless you want to just jump in the deep end like me <laughs> I recommend starting with Unity which I also am currently learning and uh, our Unreal Engine which is uh, has a lot of uh, training support material and uh, uh, what do you call it uh, user user YouTube generated content and the forums are great there and there's a lot of help you can find uh, and for Amazon Lumberyard the only help is their forum which they are I find they actually do I I mean I haven't posted anything but I do see that the questions posted there they get answered pretty fast and they are rapidly improving the user experience and uh, relaying the information back to the team so that's a very very good thing um, the other thoughts that I have is that uh, this is I still a beta, so I don't think you should ship any games with this. It's not really that stable, and uh, it require the build process is a bit long, and you need to know a bit of Visual Studio and C plus plus if you want to really dive deep into the game engine code. Uh, the flow graph and stuff they are upgrading a lot of systems, so you may not want to. To use it uh, fully, but one good thing about this game engine is I, I like CryEngine. CryEngine doesn't have an Android or iOS build yet, but this one does have. Uh, I think it's based off an older version of CryEngine, which they were experimenting with uh, making iOS and Android games. So uh, it's, it's a different. They're going in a different path from from what CryEngine is up to. Which uh, CryEngine recently announced, I think Android support, but I don't know anything about iOS. So 
the CryEngine game engine is generally still lagging behind Unity and Unreal. But uh, yeah, so if you if you're new to game development like me, you know, if you don't mind taking a deep dive into this thing, go ahead. But if you can't, you can uh, start with uh, Amazon, uh, not Amazon, Unity first, and then bring all those ideas and game concepts, game making concepts into Lapaya. Because they're pretty much the same, you know, just game engine. Uh, uh, you do need to, I think, also get some knowledge in C++ and Lua scripting, but just some programming knowledge, because uh, it's the flow graph blueprint system, and this is still not up to snuff yet. And uh, yeah, but um, if you're an animator like me, uh, yeah, check out the animation editor. It's pretty cool. Uh, you can set up with animation states pretty easily in this game engine, and uh, yeah, give it a blast. So Amazon Lumber, yeah, just keep. I'm keeping tabs on this one. This is a as a potential to. To uh, what do you call it? Make some help game developers, and yeah, I really enjoy. I really am have uh, been very impressed with it. Uh, you do need decent hardware to run, uh, and yeah, that's the that's the only thing. You know, because it's CryEngine, right? <laughs> All right, so that's it. Um, I'm William Tay One the Counter. Thank you for listening to this episode of the APG Design Cast. Uh, I may one day start a podcast about game development called Devlog. You know, in my adventures in software development. You know, <laughs> who knows? But if you like this episode and you found it interesting, uh, you know, please like, subscribe on Anchor. That's Anchor.fm/slash William Tay T E H. So you can find me there, or just search for APG Design Cast and you like and also check out my website williamtay.com for the uh, article and uh, yeah that I posted about Amazon Lumberyard quite a long article so everyone have a good day and uh, yeah thanks for listening take care and you know happy creating stuff in game engines or whichever tool you're using cheers bye bye